5 a.m. I'd lain awake all night and watched the stars fade into the milky pink of the Sunday sunrise. Once I travelled out among those distant stars with the most special friend you could ever imagine. Now I'm settled back in London, I can only gaze up at that star-speckled wilderness, but even that can fill me with wonder enough to keep me from sleep some nights. You see, I've never let go. My travelling days may be over, but I'm still here to greet any visitors to our earthly shores, and they do come, believe me. Some of them are just like I used to be, wide-eyed tourists thrilling to each new encounter. Some of them need help, some are here to cause harm. I take care of them all, however I have to, as best I can. But sometimes I just like to look at the stars in the peace and quiet of my big old house in this leafy West London street thinking of old friends. As dreary dawnlight stole into my room, I decided to make myself a coffee and do something a little more constructive. A small mountain of paperwork was building on the kitchen table. When you spend every other day saving the world, it's easy to lose track of the little things like paying off your credit cards, and I figured it wouldn't be such a bad thing to come back down to earth for a little while. Some hope. As I reached the kitchen, I heard a crash from outside and a man shouting in alarm. Once a journalist, always a journalist. And with a nose for a story, I wrapped my dressing gown around me and slipped outside into the mild morning. To my left, a hundred metres or so along Bannerman Road, a milkman stood in the street, a crate of milk cartons lying in a white puddle on the tarmac beside him. He was staring up at something, his face stretched into an almost comical caricature of disbelief. Are you all right? I began jogging up the street towards him. He jumped, turned to look at me, flustered. What? Yes, sorry, I'm fine. Just gave me a turn. He started looking around the deserted street. Where are the cameras, then? I didn't know what he was talking about. Cameras? It's amazing what they can do with these telly people, he said, a waver in his voice. Gave me quite a turn. What telly people? I looked around. There's no one here. They're filming, he insisted. I mean, what else could it be? I suddenly saw just what he was making a fuss about. The house opposite was wrong. It's a bit of a hodgepodge, Bannerman Road. Different houses from different times. A lot of them went up in the 1960s and 70s, replacing the old crumbling Victorian villas. But here, suddenly, impossibly, the march of progress had been reversed. Last night, an ordinary, nondescript family home had stood here, as it had done for years. Now a smart Victorian-looking residence loomed up in its place. A grey slate roof had replaced the cracked mossy red tiles. Bay windows jutted out from the patterned brickwork. The adjoining garage had disappeared. Sash windows split into careful squares had replaced the modern double glazing, framed with wood, not UPVC. A smart door, painted in racing green and topped with a panel of stained glass, stood in place of the expected mass-produced effort. Even the paving on the path leading up to the house was of a different type, grimier but still smarter somehow. There it stood, incongruous and proud, the ghost of housing past, somehow shoehorned in.